Hi there, my name is Paula Brennan and I am your host of the Business of Personal Brand Photography and I welcome you to this episode today. And thank you, I've been on a little bit of a hiatus. There's been a bit of life stuff happening, so I had a couple of weeks off recording the podcast, but now I am back and very excited to bring you this episode because I think that it's going to be a little bit of a pain point presser for a few of you who are listening. And necessarily so okay so I don't apologize (laughs) because I think that there's a lot of us who need this reminder from time to time and I want to preface this by telling you a little bit of a story because I have started recently volunteering at my daughter's school and I was actually volunteering for a arts show that her school does. Now, this art show is a pretty big event here where I live. It happens once a year. And what it is, is basically they have artists from ranging from students right through to professional artists who come and show their work. Now, some of the work isn't for sale. So mostly the student stuff isn't for sale. Some of the student stuff is, which made me very happy um, because you could get your hands on some beautiful work by these gorgeous students. But there is a lot of work that is for sale. So it is a fundraising event and it is designed to obviously give exposure to local artists and to other artists from out of the area. And it really is a a fantastic event that my daughter's school throws on. So I wanted to get behind it and I wanted to help out. And so the job that I was allocated was actually receiving the artwork. So I was there on a whole day where all of the art was getting submitted and brought in by the artists themselves. Some of it was being brought in by other people But it was just such a beautiful experience to get to not only meet the art, but meet the artist as well. It was an incredible um, experience to go through. But what really surprised me is the difference in the values that these artists were putting on their work. So we had to take down the price of the art. We had to confirm it with the artist just to make sure that everything was in line to the information that we had. We had to attach the name of the artist and the price point onto the piece of work as well. And so then, you know, so there was a, there was a high contact point with the artist for me and for the other volunteers that were there on the day. Now it was, as I said, it was a really beautiful experience, but it was a real massive eye-opener for me. I mean, I get to do the deep dive on a lot of photography businesses. And I guess I've known a lot of the time that with us creatives, that there's a lot of people who drastically undervalue their work. But to meet some artists from a different genre, from a different sort of part of the creative world and see it happening as prevalently there as it does within our industry, it really did open my eyes. And I have to tell you about this one incredible artist that came in. So we had canvases that were coming in anywhere from, you know, like eight inch canvases right through to like 40 inch canvases coming through the door and being put on the table in front of us. And it was incredible to me, the, the varying in prices that were coming on these, on these artworks. Like some of them were kind of coming in and some people was charging $500 for the same size that somebody else was charging 5,000 for. Now I know that there's a difference in the artists and the quality and the, the materials and the amount of time spent on it. And I know that, so I wasn't questioning anybody's dollar value, trust me. But one particular artist came in with these two incredible big beautiful portraits that I'd say they were probably about 30 actually no I would say they were 40 by 40 inch prints the amount of work that had gone into these beautiful portraits the colors the textures the strokes the 
the just the 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 emotion that this artist was able to capture I would say definitely they were portraits of somebody that they knew and loved and had an intimate relationship with because there was just such a vulnerability in the people that they had painted and and the these two beautiful portraits that came in and I have to say out of all of the work that was there on the day these were the ones that really piqued my interest I was like I'd love to take these home. I really want to take these home. Now, they were being submitted by some to somebody else. So they weren't actually submitting them to me. But I actually went over and I kind of had a bit of a look and I was like to the artist, oh my gosh, these are incredible. They are just so beautiful. I was like, I have my eye on these. And when, the, when I turned over the sticker and I saw that the artist was charging $800 each for each of these, I was absolutely floored. Now, guys, I, I don't know much about painting. I've done a little bit of painting in my life, but it's definitely not my area of expertise. But looking at these paintings, I would have to say that there was probably about 30 or 40 hours minimum work in these. I don't know how much the materials were, but there was a lot of layering of paint. There was a lot of strokes. There was a lot of different colors and a lot of different textures. And there was these big, beautiful canvases that these that this artist had rendered this on. And the, the, the pieces each were 800 and when I said that, I said, oh my gosh, these are $800. And the artists looked at me and their face just dropped. And they said, do you think they're too expensive? Maybe I should charge less. Oh, oh, oh. And instantly this person was disheveled. I was meaning that they were so cheap in my head. I, ha I wasn't questioning the price from a point of being too expensive, but instantly this artist was willing to kind of like reconsider their, the worth of their prints and these paintings because of what I'd said, like it was crazy to me. And then I had artists come in afterwards who had these amazing, similarly beautiful pieces of art that were charging six, seven, eight thousand $8,000 for, okay? In the same breath, they were walking through the door. So long story short, my I had my eye on these paintings. I wasn't allowed to put my, my fingers on any of them because they were seen before the public. They had an opening night for this art show that I wasn't able to attend but I was volunteering the next day. And so I said to my daughter, I'm going to go in. I want to get these two paintings. I've got my eye on them. This is what I want. And I went in at eight o'clock when I wasn't supposed to be volunteering until nine o'clock to go and see if they were still there. And you know, what happened is that they were gone. Two big red stickers on both of these. And it amazed me because as I looked around the room, guys, there was so many incredible pieces of work there that only probably maybe 5% of the room was stickered. So about 95% of the artwork hadn't been sold yet. But this one, I'm sure was one of the first to go. It definitely went on the first night of a four-day art show. And I know that it's because these works were incredible and they were just probably priced a little bit too cheap. There was other incredible pieces of work there that I know got sold over the next couple of days, but it took a while probably for people to have a think about them. I'm sure people had to come and have a look, take another gander, consider it, you know, you know, go home, maybe have a look on their walls and see if it's a good fit. And then they were probably coming back again to purchase the art. And it was really interesting to me that these two got snapped up straight away on the first night. And it didn't surprise me didn't surprise me because I definitely think that this beautiful artist who was quivering when I 
even question their pricing, I think that they definitely need to consider how they're valuing their craft and what kind of prices that they are putting on their artwork. Because I know that I would have paid more and I know that a lot of people in that room probably would have paid more too. And so what I wanted to like, you know, push your buttons about today is I wanted to challenge you to have a think about this notion is, is it time for a price adjustment in your world? I know right now that you might be going, oh, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Good. I want to try and make you feel a little bit uncomfortable today because if you haven't noticed everything in our worlds at the moment, as of June, 2023, everything is going up with inflation. And if your pricing is staying the same and you haven't reviewed it in the last 12 months, then you're probably doing yourself a disservice and you perhaps maybe need to have a think about this. Now, alternatively, if it's not necessarily, if you're listening to this episode in a couple of years time and there's no been no major inflationary issues that have happened, this is still an episode I want you to have a listen to because I do think that a lot of us creatives, whether you be the beautiful artist, whether you be a photographer in weddings or portraits or even in this branding that what I'm immersing myself in, whether it be any of those genres or whatever kind of creative you are, I think it's really important for you to ask these questions every now and then to just determine whether it's time for a little bit of a price adjustment. Now, I'm not always talking about prices going up here. It might be just having a look at different things. So we're going to delve into that in this episode. I'm very excited for you, even though I know it might make you feel uncomfortable. Don't don't switch this off. I want you to tune in because I'm going to be just giving you some great pointers and some great signs if it's time for you to have a price adjustment. So let's jump in, shall we? So the first sign that is you need a price adjustment is that you are booking too many people, that everybody is saying yes to you in your world right now. Now, there have definitely been times in my career where I've found myself in this position where I took pride in being a people pleaser and I took pride in absolutely everybody saying yes to me. Definitely in the earlier parts of my wedding career, I can kind of look back and notice that this was definitely an issue for me. So if you find that you're having sales conversations with people and everybody is saying yes to you right on the spot, if you find that you are talking to people and there's absolutely no objections whatsoever flying your way around the prices that you are asking for or the packages that you are trying to sell, then it might be time for you to have a look at your prices. And this is just being really honest with you. And I know here's the thing. I know that especially if you're a people pleaser, especially if you're someone who loves to make people happy, if you love to serve people, if you don't like confrontation, if you like your world to be easy, it's definitely easy to to skirt along that line of when everybody's saying yes to you and and there's so many easy yeses coming around you. But I think that you might find that this is doing you a slight disservice because you're probably not charging what you're worth, okay? If people are coming into you educated and they're saying to you, yes, I'm really keen to work with you straight away. Even if they're coming into you, not necessarily educated about what they should be paying, but straight away they're saying yes. And there's no absolute friction for you whatsoever in that sales conversation. There's no pause. There's no 
uh, any kind of dynamic that suggests that maybe that the, the prices are slightly uncomfortable for them, then I'm going to say to you that you might be needing to do a little bit of an assessment on yourself and see if it's time for a price adjustment in your world. Now, that's not to say that, you know, you shouldn't always have nice and easy sales conversations. What I'm talking about here is if you're finding that it's happening with everybody. If you're converting at like 90% of the leads or 95% of the leads that are coming in to your world, it's probably time that you might need to sort of have a little bit of a think about this and maybe have a look at your prices. Now, I'm not suggesting you you take massive swings and massive action, but I definitely think it might be time for you to have a look at what you're doing. Now, the second sign that I would like to kind of flag for you that it might be time for you to do a price adjustment is a fairly obvious one, but I think that it's one that we can often ignore until it's too late. And that if it's you're so, so, so busy all of the time, you're really, 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 really busy, but you just don't seem to be able to quite make ends meet. You find that when the bills are coming in that you're at a struggle, oftentimes you're running over late, paying things off and, and, and you might be sort of having like people chase you for money. Now I could talk about this with absolute authority because there's definitely been times in my career where I've, I've come through this. Now, every small business is going to suffer from cash flow issues. So I'm not saying that this is necessarily a blanket rule for everybody that if you sometimes find that it's difficult to pay bills or you have a bad month or something like that, that that doesn't mean necessarily that it's a massive red flag for a sign of a price adjustment. I'm talking about if you are constantly busy. So if you are working flat chat, if you don't have time for things in your life other than working, and if you are kind of constantly feeling like overwhelmed and you feel constantly swamped and you've always got things stacked on your to-do list, but then you find that at the end of the financial year, you are just not really quite cutting it and you're not quite making the money that you think that you should be, you definitely need to be looking at a price adjustment. Now, this is something that I know can feel really, really uncomfortable and it can be very difficult for you to admit, not only to other people, but can be really, really difficult for you to admit to yourself. And I say this and I'm kind of almost getting a bit swelled up because it can be really embarrassing if on the back end, you're not quite cutting the mustard. I know how difficult that can be. And I know how easy it is for us to creatives to want to bury our head in the sand about this stuff. Okay. I know it because I've been there. All right. But if you don't pull your head out of the sand quickly, you're probably going to find yourself either burnt out. You might find yourself in strife with, you know, your loved ones, or you might find yourself in trouble with your accountant. Okie And I don't want you to go through any of those. So if you're feeling like this right now, and if you find yourself just like constantly on this rat on a wheel and you don't feel like you can get off, but you also don't feel like you can admit to yourself that, you know, things aren't quite panning out the way that they need to at the end of the month, then can I please encourage you to just take the time to reassess, to stop and to have a look at things. I really wish that I'd had someone like this tell me, uh, someone like me say this to myself and give me permission to be honest with myself about sort of 12 to 15 years ago, because I could have saved myself an awful lot of headache. Now, another sign that you might have that, you know, is sort of in your world, but not maybe not necessarily in your business, that you need to do a price adjustment. If you feel like you've got a partner or a spouse that's kind of constantly on your back about all the hours that you're spending in your business that might not be quite paying off. Now, this is quite an uncomfortable one because 
I know that for a lot of the women, particularly that I talk to when I'm when I'm looking at bringing people on as students inside of my programs, I know that this is something that that a lot of people share with me is that they they're having uncomfortable conversations with their their spouse or their partner. Now this can come by way of like little niggly remarks, little underhanded tones, little under like little backhand comments that can come your way that just kind of make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But it can also come by way of like real real big arguments around money. So I've seen this sort of play out in some of my other friends' businesses outside of photography, and I'd seen it play out inside of some of my students as well. I'm a single woman, so I don't have to have this in my life personally, but I have observed it in some people, as I said. And it's it's not a nice thing to have in your relationship, to have money issues, and it's not a nice thing for you to have inside of your business either, where you constantly are feeling guilty when you're going to work because perhaps your work isn't quite sustaining itself the way it needs to. Now, if you're in early stages of your business and you're sort of like tracking and you're in those early growth phase, that's that's definitely what will happen. You'll definitely have to sacrifice a lot of hours in order to be able to build your business up. But once it's up and running, you really want to be able to feel like you're at a place where your business is, is supporting the n- amount of energy and time that you're putting into it by way of equal exchange in remunerating you with money, okay? Now, I know for a lot of us, we think, oh my gosh, I just love my work. I love what I do. I I would do it for free. And that's often the problem is that we do tend to, you know, get to that point where we can give it away for free or we feel obligated because we love it so much. But I, I, I want to encourage you to think like, just because I like to, um, you know, maybe do people's hair, it doesn't mean that I should do people's hair without getting paid for it. If that is the way that I choose to have my profession. Now, of course, there's going to be times in your life where you will give things away. And I definitely enjoy that in my business where there's points where I can choose and opt to give away my time for free um, and and donate my time, you know, volunteer. I do a lot of things for certain charities around here as well with my photography skills. But that's that's because I've already gotten to a place where I'm I'm well taken care of. My family is taken care of. My bills are taken care of. And so I've got that excess energy and time that I can do that. And I've made space for that inside of my business. But if you're not quite there yet and you are giving away for free and you are finding that it's causing arguments in your family home, if you find yourself maybe not even telling the truth to your partner about the way that your business are, can I please say that it might be time for you to have a look at your prices and your packages and maybe doing a slight adjustment in there. Okie dokie. Might be look time to look at other areas of your business, but it's definitely a sign that you might need to look at having a price adjustment if you're having these sorts of issues. Now, on the other side, it might be time for you to have a little bit of a price adjustment if you find that you are booking no one as well. And I want to put a caveat in here and say that with this one, I mean, if you are getting a steady stream of leads, if you are getting on a fair few sales calls or sitting in the room and having sales conversations with people and you are converting no one, then it might be time a look at a price adjustment for you as well. Now, if you're not doing things like sales calls, it might be you can see on your website that you people are actually landing on your sales pages. You can see that they're spending a little bit of time on there, but they're not going through and booking online. They're not converting. Then again, it might be time for you to have a look at what you're doing either in your sales funnel or perhaps you might need to have a look at a pricing adjustment. Now, I'm not going to suggest to you that you need to necessarily 
decrease your prices, there's definitely ways that you can add in extra value without needing to decrease. Okay. So that's definitely an option, but you might need to have a review and have a little bit of an adjustment. You might need to increase uh, a certain package. You might need to decrease a certain package. You might need to even look at introducing a slightly different offer in order to be able to secure the bookings. But that's definitely a sign that it's time for you to be able to look at an adjustment if that's happening for you in your business. Now, I know I've used the phrase price adjustment throughout this episode. However, I want to maybe kind of get you to consider that it doesn't necessarily need to be a price adjustment always. So it doesn't mean you have to push your prices up or decrease your prices. In fact, no, it might be just simply ways of adding or subtracting some inclusions to be able to kind of level up or level down if you need to. Um, But, you know, if you are going to implement a price increase, can I please just encourage you to be brave and commit to it because nobody else can do this for you. And what I do find is that a lot of people will create these packages, then they'll sit them in the cupboard for a while and not actually bring them out. Know that once you've done it, it's not set in stone. So you can still institute a price increase across your business, but you've got wiggle room to be able to liaise with clients on an individual basis. It's your business. You get to run it how you want to. So of course you can do things like, you know, incentivize them with, you know, the old package prices or something if you want to do that. But can I encourage you please to commit to it because no mentor, no other photographer, no partner can do this for you in your business, you have to back yourself and go for it. And let me tell you this, to be honest, I know this to be true, is that your client is not going to notice a five to 10% increase. Okay. They will not notice that. You're going to feel it when you say it out loud, it's going to feel really icky for you, but they will not. A lot of the time in my experience, I found that future clients, they could even bear a 15 to 20% increase and it did not significantly change the number of bookings that I got. Okay. So if you do find that you need to go up in price, can I please encourage you to just consider that and keep that in mind. Now, if you find that at the end of this episode, you're saying to me, well, Paula, I I know I've got to do this, but I just need some help. Well, my friend, I am running my three-day pricing and packaging workshop again, which is specifically tailored towards personal brand photographers. Now, I love the live element. Um, All of you who have been my students, you'll know this. I geek out on like helping people to troubleshoot and things like that. But more so what I I want to help you to do is to really work through some mindset stuff first so that you can clear the stage (laughs) to be able to then put some packages and pricing in using my intelligent pricing formula. So we're going to get rid of some of those money blocks that might be holding you back. So if this episode has made you feel a little bit uncomfortable because you know that you need to do a little bit of investigative work here, but you don't want to do it on your own, then can I encourage you to come and join me live in this pricing workshop? Now, if you can't make it live, don't worry, the recordings will be available afterwards. And if you're listening to this episode after the time that we're doing this, it's in the early June, don't worry we will be running this again and you can follow the link inside of the show notes for more details on that workshop that's coming up but it's three hours of your life that you will dedicate to sorting out this for once and for all for your business and the lessons that I teach you'll actually be able to rinse and repeat and and do over and over it's an exercise that I do in my business at least every six months sometimes even more just to make sure that I'm on track with my numbers and I'm on track with my spending but also to 
too that I'm on track with my business and my lifestyle goals because that's why we went into business, right? We went into business so that we could have a better quality lifestyle. And I think oftentimes when you're, especially in the early stages of your business, you can definitely get caught up in, you know, in, in overworking in your business and not really kind of looking at the bigger picture that your business needs to serve your life. So this is a bit of a reset for you if you, if you can consider that. And best of all, this workshop, guys, I'm only doing it for $9. So if you're really keen to kind of like get this done and, and have some help and have some guidance along the way, then make sure you follow the links in this episode to get in your spot, get your spot on this live workshop with me. Now, if you choose not to join me on the workshop and you're all good, no dramas, I hope that this episode has maybe just either helped you to feel confident that your business is tracking well, or perhaps it's me giving you a little bit of a cheer to, you know, to move forward and to make some changes in your business, or perhaps it's even given you a big push that you need to sit down and to really get serious about what you're doing inside of your business so that you can shape it. And so that you can make some changes that you might need to make today instead of three months down the track in order to be able to have much more success, not only in your business, but also in your heart and in your soul and in your home. All right, my friends, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to catching you on the next one. Cheers. Bye-bye. You can take my Lambo. I'll put on a tight show.